wonderfully, you know, pure, chubby, cute little six-month-old baby, and and Pfizer wants to stick a needle in their arm three times to inject a, a genetic altering therapy that will give zero benefit. That is infinitely evil. You're you're looking at a you know extinction level event that they're they're working on here, and and so uh, I have to credit a, a friend in Malaysia. He said,、um, if your blood is not boiling right now, then it must be clotting. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I had James Roguski call me and well, actually text me, call me both, I guess, and say I have an urgent thing. I really need to get on air, and we need to discuss the FDA CDC approval for babies now getting this shot. And it is absolutely ridiculous. There's no ex- reason, excuse, and so many people are waking up to what the true results and what's really going on here. We need to get as many people as possible. It worked for the WHO. It can work here if we get enough people commenting and making sure that they know that you know that this is ridiculous, and they will fall under the social pressure, and that's what we need to apply here. Anyways, he will explain during our conversation what you can do to help fight back and to make your voices heard on this. But before I get into this, I want to talk about two things. First, the interview I just put up with Ron Hatton. It was from 2018, but he died, and he died under nefarious circumstances. And his story is so amazing, and I think you will really enjoy that interview that I did with him. It's just an incredible story. But he also has products that he invented that will help people save a really good amount of money on gas. And I think it's something with Father's Day coming up, with the gas prices soaring. I think it's something that can be a win-win in all directions. And so I just really highly recommend you watch that show. It's a show that I did in dedication to him. And so you'll see it's I posted it right before this one. So please take time to listen to that. I think it'll benefit a lot of people. And then the last thing I have is I have a coupon code for Zelenko's. New formula for his Z stack, and so you can save. It's not a lot, but five percent. I know with everything that's going on in the world, saving a little bit of money here and there is really needed. So if you're already buying, save the five percent. And if you're not already buying, here's a coupon so that you can save five percent if you're interested in trying the Zelenko's new formula, or if you're already. Using it, so that's all I have to say about that. So go to sarahwestall.com, sign up for my newsletter, support my affiliates while you're there. That's how I keep this show free. And let's get into this really urgent conversation with James Roguski. Hi, James. Welcome back to the program. We have a lot to talk about today. We sure do. Okay, I am officially. Pissed off. I mean, I, I I've been mad for a long time. You know, crimes against humanity. But now we have. I mean, I've been watching this slow moving train wreck for a good few years, and now they want to put through. The FDA wants to approve the shot, the death shot. They call it the clot shot. I think for babies, it's either a death shot or a infertility shot. Maybe still. I don't. I'm just. I'm just pissed because we know. This is so bad. The science in every direction. The science, you know, I get sick of that. But the science says that this is bad. There's nothing positive. I have、uh, extensive data analysis background. 
Okay. I wish the doctors would look at the data because if they had, I don't think you need to have any kind of college degree or data analysis back. You just have to have a brain and some common sense. But that being said, with my background, I look at the data and I go, oh my God, what the heck is going on? And if these guys even remotely go forward with this, they are committing genocide as far as I'm concerned. They know it's bad and they're doing it anyways. And every single one of them should be lined up on a wall. And I mean, I shouldn't say that. They should be, they should be put in prison forever. But that's not where we're at right now. We need to put a lot of pressure on these guys. So can you explain what's going on and what we need right now? Well, first off, a warning to the world. Uh, Sarah is officially pissed off. Um, <laughs> look, look out. Uh, well, here's what's going on. Because um, what I'd like to do, like I always try to do, is separate um, what I feel to be facts and evidence. And you know, with this one, certainly I will have an opinion. But you know, those are different things. You, know, you don't get to choose your facts. Facts are what they are. And so the facts, as I know them to be, is next Wednesday, uh, June the 15th, there's going to be a double header. Uh, the vaccine advisory committee is going to be meeting and they're going to be discussing both Pfizer and Moderna's requests for an emergency use authorization to um, take their uh, uh, injectable products, I'll put it that way, uh, and authorize them for use in infants as young as six months old. And, and so, uh, you know, I think it's a math problem and, and people aren't good with fractions, right? And, and so the risk benefit ratio is, is such that when you look at the fact that children of that age do not die from COVID. Right? Zero. They don't if, have if I, any data. Zero, can, zero. And they don't, I can repeat they don't spread that, it either. If I can repeat that a couple of times, okay? Children in this age group do not die from COVID. And you they don't them, spread it. You said the magic number zero, okay? So if the risk is over zero, go back to grade school, high school math, when you divide by zero, that means the risk is actually infinite, okay? So yes. any harm, any harm that comes from the injections for children, I mean, you've got a wonderfully, you know, pure, chubby, cute little six month old baby and, and Pfizer wants to stick a needle in their arm three times to inject a, a genetic altering therapy that will give zero benefit that is infinitely evil. It, it's, it makes no sense. Yeah. Well, and that, but I got to tell you, it also doesn't help this, the, these shots have been proven not to help the spread, but children have been proven to not spread it. They don't get it. They don't spread it. They don't do so why are we even looking at this? It's only a negative thing. Okay, so these nut bags, this is a nutty, this is an evil nut bag situation, are looking at injecting children who shouldn't get anything. It's, so they have another agenda, but these nut bags also want, are okay with abortion up to 10 minutes before you give birth. And then they're okay with letting the baby die uh, if they're born alive. So which is crazy that vast majority of the world of our country, 85% thinks it's crazy Democrats and Republicans. So these people are the extreme of the extreme. They don't care about life. 
And so I'm not, this isn't an abortion argument. Okay. I mean, I, I understand both sides of the equation, but nobody thinks a baby that's viable should be killed. Okay. Nobody with a brain. Now we're talking about six months old. They don't care. So the only way we are going to win this argument is to push back with force. And I'm not talking violent force. I'm talking energy force. I'm talking as much information as you can get in front of them, as many comments as we can get in front of them. Know that you're pissed and that know, know, make sure they know that you know what the truth is and that for these guys approving it, they are committing a genocide against, maybe there's only gonna be a thousand kids dead, but, and another 10,000 hurt. I don't know, but that's compared to zero from COVID. So that's genocide as far as I'm concerned and make sure they know that you know it and that you know they know it too. And, and the long-term harm, okay. Um, you know, all I can say is imagine uh, a six month old baby girl. Okay, cute little baby girl. Um, according to what everyone says that I've ever heard, um, that young girl has all of the eggs in her little ovaries that she'll ever have. And it's been shown pretty clearly that the nanopart, the lipid nanoparticles, you know, they, they find their way into all of the organs of the body, but they do um, definitely find their way into the ovaries. And so, you know, you're, you're not only changing, and this is something that I, I learned a long time ago, um, when something is done to the mother, um, when they're um, uh, gestating, uh, when it's a pregnant mother and, and the baby is still in the womb, um, any change is made. Um, don't just change the mother, don't just change the fetus, but they actually change the ovaries and the eggs for the next generation. Okay. So yeah, this you're, could you're be looking, a bigger issue. You're, yeah. you're looking at a, you know, extinction level event that they're, they're working on here. And, and so uh, I have to credit a, a friend in Malaysia. He said, um, if your blood is not boiling right now, then it must be clotting. And, and so the issue that people um, need to pay attention to with this is they're going to do it in plain sight. They're going to have this meeting. It's going to be live streamed. You can go to opposethefraud.com, uh, get all the information. But from now until then, what I'm asking people to do is, is realize that uh, you can give a public comment uh, on the Federal Register's you know, website. Um, I think we've already gotten over 11 or 12,000 comments last time I checked. Um, and I understand. We need over a million. I mean, we I, just I, need, we need a whole bunch. Go ahead. I understand that, you know, those comments go into the public record and, and it's part of, you know, silence is consent. So if you say, oh, it doesn't matter. Well, you know, you have to do your duty. You know, you have to put your um, comments in there because if you don't, you know, you're just letting it happen. And, well, then and, you're and a so victim. Then you're a victim. If it's you therapeutic at the very yes, least, you get to yes. put in your words. But I'm I'm taking it another step, okay? Because it's one thing to put a comment into the public record that gets ignored, right? <laughs> but on opposethefraud.com, I've made it easy because I went to the FDA's website, and they have um, essentially kind of sort of uh, resumes for. Uh, comments of all the work that they've done and, and you know, many of the con conflicts of interests that the uh, committee members have on this advisory panel. And so I just extracted out their emails and phone numbers. So I'm encouraging everyone to communicate directly via email and phone 
with the committee members. They need to hear it directly from you because here's the game that they play. Um, there, there's a possibility today, um, if people see this video today, which is Wednesday the 8th, I believe, um, by the end of the day today will be the deadline for people to submit via email, and all this information is on opposedthefraud.com. Everyone can submit uh, an application or a request to be considered to be able to speak directly to the committee on next Wednesday. Now, I, I get it. You know, they're only going to maybe give an hour or so, and maybe they'll have 20 people speak for three minutes. So you got a snowball's chance in hell of, of getting chosen to speak. But, you know, that's what I thought uh, back in April, and I did the same thing, and I got to speak, you know, uh, my two minutes before the WHO. And, and so if you don't put in your application, then you have zero chance. I get it. It's a very slim chance if you do put in your application. But what I'm trying to get across to people is that if you fail to take action, if you fail to share Sarah's video, you know, once this is published, if you don't send it to absolutely everybody you know, then what you are effectively doing is you are censoring yourself. If, if you look at somebody and you go, oh, you know, that, that person that I know, um, you know, they're not going to pay attention to this. They're not going to listen to this. You're being your own censor. Don't do that. Share this with everybody. I, I spent two hours yesterday. I went through my entire uh, phone text history and I started at the bottom and I texted absolutely everybody that I have ever texted on, on this phone ever um, that, hey, this is happening. Okay. And, and so, you know, I didn't say, oh, you know, that person, I'm not going to send it to them. Right. Well, wh what if that person has, you know, a beloved little baby child, grandkid, niece, whatever, um, you know, maybe they really do care about it. And if you don't tell them that this is happening, you're the censor. Yeah. So don't do that. Share this with everyone. Yep. yep. And, and this is affecting everyone. There are a lot of people who are being brainwashed still by the establishment and they can't get their head around the fact that people are in positions like this could be so evil. And I'm telling people now, these people know better. They're doing it on purpose. They know the data, they know the facts. These people in these positions are doing it because they believe in depopulation. Because I have, I do not believe that these people are dumb. They read the facts. They know that there's zero risk of these children getting COVID. There is zero risk of these children spreading it. They know the jab doesn't stop spreading it. And they know there's infinite risk of dealing with their infertility and long-term problems and potentially death. So this is uh, an evil act. And we need to make sure they know that you know it and you know that they know it. And we need to get it out immediately because the one thing they do crush under they stop is pressure and pressure in mass. If it's just me and James, they're not going to do anything because we're just the activists out there talking about things. We're just the idiots that they hate and whatever they try to ignore. But when masses do it, when they know the whole, there's a whole groundswell of people from both sides, Democrats and Republicans, everyone, independents, everyone is onto them. They will bend the knee. They will stop. But we need that kind of pressure. If you've, if you've ever had a pet dog and there was a piece of food on the coffee table 
and and you 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 know you're in the other room, but you see the fact that your dog sees that there's food on the coffee table, and you make eye contact with them. Um, they're going to do one of two things: they're either going to snatch the food and run, okay, and then they'll have it in their mouth, and you'll look at you know they'll be guilty of that, and they'll give it back to you, okay, um, or they're they're going to realize that you're watching them, and they're like, oh crap, right, and and they give up, you know, and 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 so what's coming uh, on next Wednesday is they're going to be presenting, you know the corporate uh, view of why, you know, we have to do this to infants and children. And, and so some of the information that has leaked out, you know, I think purposefully leaked out, crafted and manipulated, you know, you, you can please talk to uh, data analysis as well as I can. Um, the Moderna shot, especially, one of the things I heard, I, I, I'm not 100% sure if it's true, that the numbers were so bad, they really had to massage them to even get barely over the finish line, which is a stupid finish line to begin with. Uh, it's, it's been rumored that they're going to be presenting that Moderna was 51% effective uh, from age six months to two years and only 37% effective from two to six years. Okay. Now, when you actually look at data that's coming out of Israel or especially the United Kingdom, the latest thing I saw that was as of the end of March in, the, in England was that people who were triple jabbed, okay, the effectiveness of that triple jab was minus 400%. Now, if people remember Fauci and everybody going, oh, you know, it's 95% effective and then it was 90% effective and then it was 80 and 70, at some point, they stopped talking about how effective it was, right? They, they stopped giving numbers. They just said, oh, it's safe and effective. Well, you know, effectiveness can be negative, and they just conveniently leave that part out. And so what negative 400% effective means is that the people who were triple jabbed in England were four times as likely to get COVID as people who didn't get the jab. Now, how in the world can anyone justify giving any of these things to anybody for any reason, let alone this age group. I mean, the, the data is, you know, and so, you know, here's the thing that, that bothers me, all right? I do my darndest to not mess with people's emotions, okay? If there's an emergency, you know, I'll scream fire when there's a fire because, you know, that's the appropriate thing to do, right? But I realize that facts don't work when people are emotional, okay? And so, as I said before, people, if you're not emotional about this, if your blood isn't boiling over this, okay, then you're as good as, you know, in a coma because how in the world can you look at any of the facts and, and try to pick out anything to judge? It's gonna be, you know, I, I will say this, uh, as somebody who enjoys analyzing data, um, it is going to be entertaining to see how they try to use Simpsons paradox and any other thing, you know, to, to try to take their bullshit information and twist it in some fashion. Um, I, I am, I am. Well, I'm very interested. Yeah. I was going to ask you, that was my next question to you was how are they even, <laughs> how are they even going to sell this to people? Because anybody with a brain is like, uh, I don't think so. So how, what that's what you don't know yet i mean it's the, the it'll rumor, be a big the rumor that i have heard is that the fda will be um, making public the documents that they will be utilizing um in this meeting uh 
on the 10th. So today is Wednesday. So yeah, they always love to drop, drop this stuff on Friday. So, you know, I would like to give my phone number to everybody. It's 310-619-3055. Um, over the weekend, you know, I'm going to be looking through the documents to see, you know, what in the world they're presenting. Because, you know, we're obviously not getting all of the information, but they do have to, or, or they have promised to provide some of it. And, uh, you know, for people who in, enjoy eating that kind of stuff for breakfast, um, this has got to be entertaining for data analysts because I, I can't even begin to imagine how their um, copywriters and their marketing department is going to try to take you know numbers and twist them to make this sound like something that's even reasonably sensible. And, well, I don't think like for a data analyst, I mean, that's my background. I think it would, it's maddening because it's so obvious. And then you realize that these people are so inept or they're evil. I mean, you, I give people benefit of the doubt and say, okay, these people are smarter than this. And if they're not evil, then they're incredibly stupid. So I like to think that they're not that stupid. And so I think that they're evil. I well, mean, maybe they're blackmailed and brainwashed, but then if they're blackmailed, they're cowards. So they're either cowards, they're evil, or they're stupid. I mean, I don't. Or, I mean, what is the deal? Or, or they're really good at neurolinguistic programming or hypnosis. Okay, and you know, I just keep coming back. You know, we had a lot of conversations. I won't go down the rabbit hole, but you know, I started referring to the World Health Organization as the World Hypnosis Organization because I realized, and and I actually had some folks um, reach out to me who are you know much more knowledgeable than I am about you know MK Ultra and hypnosis yeah. and, and all yep. that sort of thing, and and so. It, the thing I can accept, I can accept it, okay, is that those types of techniques to manipulate the subconscious mind override facts and logic and reason and, and information, okay? If, if you can speak to somebody's emotions, if you can speak to their reptilian brain, you know, maybe if you're a reptile, you can speak to people's reptilian brains. But if, if you can bypass their logic and reason and discernment and trigger something inside that is fear-based or emotional or, or whatever it is, um, that's the thing to watch out for in these meetings. Because I, I don't think the argument is going to stand on you know, the facts, cherry-picked facts, you know, that, that, that often helps an argument. Um, but what's going to be going on here is some kind of really amazing head game and so it, it remains to be seen because the uh, advisory committee is just that it's an advisory committee. They could all come to their senses and they could, you know, they could put forth their advice 15 to nothing that we should not have these uh, things be authorized for emergency use and the FDA could still do it. Yes, I agree. And that could happen, but you're saying that, <coughs> excuse me, but you're saying is that there's a, fourth option. They could be stupid, blackmailed, or evil. And then there's a fourth option that they could be hypnotized and not thinking clearly. Masterful. And, and that, I mean, it's still, I still have a hard time with it because I think it's very difficult to, then they're kind of weak-minded people too. Well, no, I actually, Maybe no, not. I actually, I actually think- Maybe I, they're so good at it. Go ahead. I actually think I understand it. Okay. Now, anyone who honestly and truly understands 
the scientific method, okay? It should drive you insane when you hear somebody say, trust the science, okay? Because anybody who practices the scientific method, you hear any theory, I don't care what the theory is, the scientist's purpose is to try to destroy that theory with facts that contradict what the theory would say is, is supposed to happen. Okay. Well, and science is never settled. You're constantly trying to figure stuff out. And so they also say, trust the science and the science is settled, all that kind of crap. Anybody who says, and so here's where I think I understand it, okay? I've had some wonderful conversations with people and you guys and women, you, you know who you are, okay? We, we see what's going on or, or somebody says something and in a kind-hearted, collegial, scientific way, we go, well, you know, what if somebody said this? What if somebody said that? Or what if somebody attacked your premise or your theory? And, and what about these facts and these facts? And you want to have that cooperation, that collaboration to make things better, to make your argument stronger, to sharpen the sword, okay? And, and so anybody who is willing to engage in that kind of, you know, almost fencing, you know, it's like, you know, back and forth. Oh, here's my idea. What do you think? Oh, this is my idea. And, and you come out stronger. Okay. There's a personality type that wants to protect their cherished little idea. And, and they go, this, this is cast in stone. I, I want to, it's a religious, you know, belief. Yeah. Yeah. It's belief versus a method by which the only thing left standing, it's kind of like, you know, March Madness where they have all the teams yep. lined up and you, they all, you take all of these theories and the only ones that get elevated to be a scientific law are, are just the ones that nobody's figured out how to poke a hole in, right? And so there's a mental construct of people, and I see it definitely in doctors. Um, you, you see it in people who have been indoctrinated with you know, lots and lots of formal education, right? They do not want to challenge their dogma. They do not well, want to challenge their, their ego. religion. And their ego and their, too, and and their authoritarian, yes. technocratic mindset is that they are so smart that they they know better, and and the things that they believe they know may not be challenged, and they've yep. twist the 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 biggest neural linguistic programming you know or or change of language or newspeak you know from 1984, the biggest one is science. Okay, science is not a thing. Science is a method by which the scientist purposefully attacks any and all theories. Somebody says, here's my theory. It's like, oh, I found an exception to your theory. Your theory is busted, okay? So when somebody says the vaccines are safe and effective and they want to apply the scientific method, you, you have one adverse event, one, okay? According to science, you cannot say that it's safe and effective you have to go into probability land and you have to say, well, you know, it only harms, you know, 10 million people out of the, you know, out of the world. Okay. You cannot say it is scientifically proven. Nothing is ever scientifically proven. Things are scientifically attacked and they either don't get holes poked in them and it, and it holds water and it gets closer and closer to being considered a law or, you know, you glance at it, you poke a hole in it, you go, that ain't no goddamn theory. That's a bunch of bullshit because I could find one example, boom, like that, where you know somebody got the shot and they died. 
Well, I just, I think this is so obvious though, Jane. I think you're, and this is why I wouldn't be the right person to fight for it probably because I'm so pissed. I couldn't have paid. I think these people are stupid. There, there's something really wrong here and there's no excuse for it. So whoever knows how to penetrate through all this bullshit would be the best people to fight. But I got to tell you, I, I, it's so, it's so wrong. It's so evil that there's just no justification for this. And they need to know that that's how people feel. I honestly, that's yeah. where we're at right now. This is that bad. So these people, to- these children who end up dying or losing their fertility because of this, it's all on them. I mean, that this is so evil. There's no excuse at this point. And, and you can't fight evil. Or you, I'll say this. You shouldn't think that you can fight evil by being more evil. Okay. And, and so, you know, this is absolutely peaceful. This is absolutely it has to be filled peaceful, with, filled, filled with loving kindness and consideration and, and, and compassion, but it has to be forceful. You have to do the God stern, stern is one of my favorite words. It's like, you know, it's like, I, I know where energy. I stand. I know where I stand and I am not moving. I am moving forward and you will not do this. Yeah. Okay? It, they have to know that people know. And you can do it with love all you want, but they need to know. And you don't want to, you don't want to be violent because that's the last thing we want to do the Gandhi. I always say, be like Gandhi, Gandhi won because they had masses of people. And then you won over everybody else. I think we're winning. I think we're winning the mind, the hearts and minds of the people because they're all realizing they are, everybody knows somebody who got hurt by this vaccine. I mean, it's starting to be a kind of a common thing, right? Um, or it has been. And so people know but there's still people out there that are willing to give their little babies the shot now, and just beg them, please don't do this. The, please. the job, the job of somebody who, <clears throat> excuse me, is an activist or an organizer. Okay. Is job. Number one is identifying the people who are in this battle on your side. Okay. If you go out all by yourself, trying to convince the world with people who are, you know, under some kind of neuro-linguistic programming or hypnosis or just flat out confusion. Job number one is to identify the people who support what your cause is, okay? And so at this point in time, spread the word, right? I put my number out there because everybody who calls me, 310-619-3055, my time is better spent organizing and communicating with people who want to help. I can't tell you how many people have said, oh, what can I do? Oh, I, I, oh got, absolutely. Vid- I got videos coming my way. I got translations coming my way. You know, it's like people are like, oh, what can I do? You know, a- analysis and all stuff. Um, job number one is to put it out to absolutely everybody and make it so that when people reach back to you and they are supportive, that's where you put your time, okay? The people who do not want to be convinced will suck the living daylights out of your energy and your life. And so, you know, give them information, you know, let them see what's going on. But getting into arguments with people whose purpose is to distract you from organizing the people who are going to make this happen. You know, there's a statement out there, I'm going to mangle it, but it's like, you know, stop bothering the people who are, are making things happen by telling them they can't do it, right? I can't tell you how many people told me that, oh, you know, there's no point in battling the WHO, you'll never win. It's like, well, look what happened, right? If you sit on your butt and you do nothing, then, you know, you're going to get exactly nothing. 
Well, but, but you can't beat them. Here's the deal. You can't beat them exactly. if you're all by yourself. You need, we can beat them with a lot of pressure from a lot of people. And, That's and if, how we beat them. That was Gandhi's method. And it works. Gandhi learned that from Jesus, you know, if, studying how Jesus ever, did his things. I'm, I'm serious. This is a very powerful method, but we have to do it together. If, if ever there was an idea that Americans and, and people around the world, because this is obviously a worldwide thing, you know, if America, the United States, the FDA approved this, you know, the, not everybody, but a lot of the world will just go in lockstep with it. If there was ever a cause that Americans, you know, Republican, Democrat, any other party, black, white, you know, whatever race, I don't care what your pronouns and your gender identity and, and your economic class or whatever, um, we're talking about babies talking about babies and, and, and they want to inject genetic therapy compounds into beautiful little babies, okay? If, if as a nation, we don't come together and stand up against the pharmaceutical companies, because that's what this is. This is the people versus big pharma, right? If we can't organize and come together as we the people against big pharma, then we do not deserve to continue as a nation and we won't because they will kill our babies. Yeah, gosh, I can't even believe we're having a conversation about this, James. I mean, this is just crazy. 10 years ago, if somebody would have asked me if this would have even been, I would have thought, no way The people are too, this, they can't pull something like this off. It is, I am just, I'm constantly shaking my head at what they're trying to do and how far they've gotten with this stuff. We just have to have enough adults in the room to say enough is enough. You're done. You are done. You need to stop. So let me, let me wrap this up. Okay. Um, Wednesday, the 15th, um, pretty much all day, the FDA will be live streaming their meeting. Okay. Now realize it's not over on that day. Um, this is just an advisory uh, committee. They will give their advice. And to, to those 15 members, you know, I trust that you will do the right thing. That's my prayer. That's my, my vision for the future is that you will tell the FDA, you know, 15 to nothing, do not authorize it. And, you know, the people in the FDA who make the decision, okay, put your, put your mind in, in their position, okay? Um, they're going to be hearing from tens of millions of Americans that we will not stand for this. And they're going to have to decide, you know, do they want to override, you know, their advisory committee or follow their advice or whatever it is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the advisory committee says. It's an advisory committee. Okay. There are people in the FDA, you know, who are probably ruled by people outside the FDA, but there's going to be some person, usually it's the chief scientist or the acting chief scientist or somebody in the hierarchy that actually signs the document. It is the letter of authorization that goes, that would, you know, would, it's not going to, they're, they're going to get a letter of rejection. Okay. They're going to get a dear John letter, you know, dear Moderna, dear Pfizer, sorry to inform you, but you know, you've been rejected. Um, some human being is going to have to sign those letters might be more than one person might be a bunch of people. Okay. My prayer is that they find it in their heart that it's more important to be viewed by history as a hero. Okay, you know, they could be like the story of the little boy who put his finger in the dike. Okay, whomever I'm talking directly into the heart and mind and soul 
of the people at the FDA who would be given the job of signing either a rejection letter or an authorization letter, okay? And, and I trust that your hand is not going to be able to sign the authorization letter and you're gonna type up a rejection letter and that's what you're gonna to send to Moderna and Pfizer because that is what we, the people demand. Well, they, they either, they either um, get tried for crimes against humanity or history will show them as that or they'll be looked at as somebody who stood up with courage and is a hero. And even I, if they're I, a narcissist, I, right? Even if they're a narcissist, wouldn't they rather be viewed in history as a good guy? If y'all want to go down in history as being somebody that we look up to and we honor for all eternity, okay? You will be the FDA and the CDC employee who says no to Pfizer and Moderna. This isn't the, the people against each other. This isn't nation against nation. This is we the people. And I count the committee members, the advisory committee members in, in the FDA and the CDC, the ASIP, and, and all of the employees you know, at the FDA. You are part of we the people. You have yes. family members who have children. I want you to be looked at as a hero for all eternity. You will have been the people who stop the big pharma from trying to inject these things into beautiful little children. And, and you, will, you will go down in history as a hero. That is my, that is my prayer, my wish, my vision for the future. And, and if there's 100 million people saying the same thing, um, I cannot imagine how that this could come to pass in any other way. So people, spread the word, pay attention, um, put your mind, heart, and soul to it. Uh, we can't, we have to come together on this issue. We can disagree on all kinds of, you know, many other things. Um, this isn't going to be saved by an election. It isn't going to be saved by a politician. This is up to we, the people to get up off our butts and make it crystal clear that big pharma will stand down on this issue. They will not have our children. Okay. So where do they learn about this again? Give them again, your information and what they should need to do. And then we'll wrap this up. This was supposed to be short, but we got into too many things. <laughs> That's okay short, though. Short um, my name's James Roguski, R-O-G-U-S-K-I. If you go to jamesroguski.substack.com, you'll see all, all of the information. You can go directly to the article in question by going to opposethefraud.com, or you can call me at 310-619 3055. If you're anywhere else in the world, you know, you can use um, Signal or Telegram or, or WhatsApp. Uh, you can certainly text me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to keep up with everybody calling. It, it's, it's so important. Okay. You know, I mean, this is one week of my life to tell people, look, you know, this is what I'm dedicated to, to doing. Uh, if you're busy and, and, and life has taken over, um, pay attention anyways because this is way more important than, you know, whatever the heck it is you might be thinking is important to you. If you are silent in this next week, you are complicit. You are, you are giving your consent with your silence. So um, speak up or be muzzled forever. And, you know, to um, give credit to my friend in Malaysia, uh, if your blood isn't boiling over this, it must be clotting. And, you know, maybe you're not thinking straight, but uh, get your head together, get informed, realize that, Babies, 
do not die from COVID. There can be no, forget about all of the details, all of the statistics, all of the numbers, all the bullshit that they're gonna show you. This boils down to a really simple thing, okay? Babies don't die from COVID. Injections can't help them. It can only harm them. This is a crazy choice. It could only be done by people who are insane, evil, or hypnotized. Yes. And so we need, we need to make it very, very clear in a peaceful, loving, compassionate, empathetic way that we will not stand for this, period. Okay. Thank you so much, James. I'll get this out. And hopefully people will also help get this out everywhere. And um, thank God that you have dedicated your time to this because it's the most important thing to save lives right now and to get these people out of office. We got we to gotta change the guard for sure. But thank you so much, James, and you have a wonderful day. Thank you, sir.